Peter near the river in, in his native land, in his native land. Balak said, a people has come out of Egypt. You see that people delivered from hell, translated now to the kingdom. They covered the face of the land and have settled next to me. Now come and put a curse on these people because they are too powerful for me. This is the same thing that happened to the kingdom of God. The, the believers on earth. Every Christian on earth. Satan sees us as too powerful. If a Christian moves into an area, all the demons there are terrified. Because somebody more powerful than them has moved into the area. Are we together now? If they employ you in an office, once you enter the office, all the demons set loose. They are so intimidated. Because somebody more powerful than them, somebody who can take authority over them and destroy their works and plans, has been posted into that very place. But how when he said this, he said, come and put a curse. You can understand that is how the devil plans all the time to put an obstacle before God's people. Okay? He says, perhaps I will be able to defeat them I love the word, perhaps. It's never certain. Maybe, may not be. Maybe, may not be. You remember I always say something to you. When I go to glory, if the Lord tarries, there are some things that people will be remembering me for on earth. One of them is this. Satan can never bear a name in your life that you did not give him. Name him. And that's what he will function as. Are we together? Some people say that Satan is powerful. Then he will be powerful. But as far as Alfred is concerned, Satan cannot be what the Bible didn't claim he is. Revelations chapter 12 from verse 11, it says Satan was kicked out of heaven. Isn't it? And then Luke chapter 10 verse 17, 18, Jesus said that I see Satan fall like lightning. Satan cannot be anything you don't give him. But listen, therefore, the Bible helps us to understand here that he will always plan against you, but he can never be powerful enough. Because the Bible says so. Look at Revelation chapter 12, verse 1. Let me show you something there. Verse 1 and 2. It says, and there was war, a great wonder. No, it goes over seven, sorry. Verse seven. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. Did you see that? Hello? As a believer, you bind the devil, isn't it? You cast out demons, isn't it? Come on, I can't hear you, church. You kick him on the head, isn't it? You destroy the works of Satan, isn't it? Even tonight, we have done so. But the devil fought back. He fights back. No problem. He has to fight back. But look at the next verse. Shall we read it together? Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. There is life in the world. Say it again. And then what happened thereafter? 
In this October, Satan will lose his place in your life. Whatever ground he has hold, he can never be strong enough. And he can never be powerful enough. He lost his ground. He lost his place in heaven. He has no right of place in the life of any believer. No right of place. Now if you look at this Balaam story. The Bible tells us that haven't he done that? Okay. The first thing that happened is that. Verse 10. No, 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 no. Don't worry about verse 10. So this man said, come and curse them, isn't it? Now look at verse 7. The, the elders of Moab, take, Moab and Midian left, left with them the fee, oh sorry, left taking with them the fee of divination. When they came to Balaam, they told him what Balak said. Spend the night here, Balaam said to them. And I will bring you back the answer the Lord gives me. Satan can do nothing except what God permits. You know they say you come and curse people. A messenger of God cannot curse a man. So we know that this man is the messenger of the devil. And they gave him a money for divination. Believers don't divinate. So for him, for the Bible to say that he was Paid money for divination. He is a witch doctor. Now, look at what he says. So, the prince of Moab stayed with him. God came to Balaam, verse 9, and asked, Who are these men with you? Balaam said to God, Balak, son of Zippor, king of Moab, sent me this message. If people have come out of Egypt... Cover the face of the, of the land. Now, come and put a curse on them, uh, uh, on them for me. Perhaps I will be able to fight them and drive them away. Shall we read what God said in verse 12 together? But God said... Say it again. <laughs> uh-huh. Listen to me. A Christian is curse proof by the blessings of God. No mortal man or spirit can put a curse on a child of God. Why? Because the God of the child had blessed the child. Listen to me. But then, when we look, therefore, you and I cannot ask ourselves, but there are some Christians who have misfortune by curse. There are Christians who are oppressed by curses. Yes. But the basic principle is this. We will end up at what can bring a Christian under curse. I will not be able to go too much into it today, but I'll give you just one thing that can bring a Christian under curse. Okay? Though, they could not curse them because God said, you can't touch these ones. You can curse anybody or not, but this one you can't curse them because I, God, have blessed them. Do you know that after that, he went with them, but each time he wanted to curse them, what did he do? 
He opened his mouth in the first Oracle chapter 23. And he says in verse, verse 5. Let me look at from verse 7. Then Balaam uttered this oracle. Balak brought me from Haram. Aram, the king of Moab from the eastern mountain. Come, he said, curse Jacob for me. Come, denounce who? Denounce who? Denounce who? Hey, there is something about that message. You know, the, he said they should come and curse the people of God, isn't it? Are we together, church? But when the magician spoke, what did he say? Did you get this? I'm getting here. Come curse who? Come curse who? Who is your Jacob? Who is your Jacob? Who is your Jacob? You don't know that Jacob is Jesus? Now, who is the father of Israel? It's Jacob. That is the person they came out from. Isn't it? Israel came from Jacob. Isn't it? So, when it comes to someone cursing Israel, okay, the magician did not talk to Israel, he talked to the root of Israel. You don't understand what I'm saying? You know, those of you who are Christians today, let me say something to you. What you are doing in God today, serving God today, it is for your children and generation to come. That is the reason why a believer must not do evil. Because you lay a bad bad rock. Except any child of you who decide not to follow your wicked ways, you'll be free. You, if you attack a tree, you see a tree with many branches, and you are cutting off the branch. Have you killed the tree? So, to remove a tree from existence, what do you do? The roots. You attack the roots. When they told him, go and curse the people, he came and said, you don't understand. We have to first look at where they came from. If we can cause their root to dry up and it dries up, their leaves will wither. But these people, I found out in the spiritual, that their root is Jacob. The one who gave back to them, from whom they emanated, from whom they come. The source from where they come. The Jacob of the church is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That's why the Bible says God warned kings concerning them, saying what? Touch not God's anointed, and may God's prophet know no harm. For Jacob's sake. And then they look at the, the branches. They are still connected with their roots. So when he looked at the roots, ah, this is Jacob. He looked at the branches. They are from Jacob. How can I curse them? This is a man of great standing before God. He's not curseable. His God will destroy anybody who opens his dirty mouth. God made a covenant with Jacob. The Father God made a covenant with Jesus. Listen to me, beloved. The Bible says, The man says, How can I curse? He said, come and put curse on Jacob. Curse Jacob for me. Denounce Israel. If you curse Jacob, you can denounce Israel. How can I curse him? God had not cursed. 
How can I denounce whom God had not denounced? From the lofty peak, I I love it. From the rocky peak, I see them. From the height, I view them. Shall we read it together again? The the, The rest part of that word. I see. I can't hear you. Say it to somebody beside you. Say it again. Say it one more time. They, they live in the world, but they don't behave like the people of the world. So they are true children of Jacob. I see a people who do not contaminate themselves. I can understand. You know when I tell you something, sometimes, sometimes. I can understand some things in church or believers. There are some things you cannot expect a Christian to do. If anybody does it, don't make a mistake to die. You go to hell instant. Don't make a mistake to die. You go to hell straight away. Nobody has part in God if you don't live apart from the world. You come to church, you live like the world, forget it. You have never seen salvation at all. Those who listen in the world should listen to me. Don't let anyone deceive you. God cannot be mocked. When Satan comes to a man, <coughs> you say you are a Christian, <coughs> he will look at the roots. How is Jesus? When he looks at the roots, then he looks at the branches. Oh, you say you belong to Jesus. Let us check him out. If you live like the world do, you are finished. Finished. The prayer and fasting of the whole world cannot deliver you from his hands. Because you cannot tell me that you are a man when you are a woman. If you say you are a woman when you are a man, conceive therefore and go into labor pain that we may know you are a woman. Bring out a baby out of you and remove your breast and feed that child for us to know you are a woman. Listen to me. It is not by thinking that you are a woman or a man. Even if you do all manners of stuff to your body, it doesn't change you. It's just utter madness, complete malady, insanity in the highest place. Let me say something to you. A child of God must live apart A child of God must talk apart. A child of God must think apart. You cannot think like the Gentiles do. You cannot speak like the heathen speak. You cannot behave like they behave. You can't join their bandwagon. Broad is the way that leads to hell. Many follow, says the Lord. Narrow is the path that leads to heaven. Mr. and Mrs. don't, don't follow it. It takes only one man at a time. Father and mother don't follow it. It takes one man at a time. The path to eternity is narrow. For Satan not to catch a man, you must live apart. It is not 
people who saw that they live apart, but the devil. Sometimes today you meet Christians, in their appearance you can't tell whether they are Christian or they are wizard or witch. Somebody get born again, and the life he lived before he was saved, that's the same life he continues to live, he loves to live. He has the love to live it, he's not born again yet, my friend. Listen to this. Then he began to bless them. Who can count the dust of Jacob? Look at the next oracle. So, Balak said, verse 11 to Balaam, What you have done, to, what have you done to me? I brought you to curse my enemies, but you have what? Done nothing but what? Bless them. Your enemies will bless you. I say your enemies will bless you. It is good to serve God. Look at what happened here. He answered, Must I not speak what the Lord puts in my mouth? God will put word in the mouth of Satan for you. You didn't hear what I said. When Satan opened his mouth against Alfred, God will put words in his mouth. Uh -uh. I say when Satan opened his mouth, Against Alfred Williams. God will put words in the mouth of the devil. This man is the curse Israel. God put words in his mouth. You think God will put a curse word in the mouth of someone against his child? Come on, man. You see, this month is October. When the Lord is visiting the earth, we will miss him. Look at what happened here. Then Bella said, come with me to another place. Verse 13. Where you can see them. You will see only a part, but not all of them. And from there, curse those parts. So he took me to the field of Zophim. Then verse 18. I uttered his oracle. Arise, Balak, and listen. Hear me, son of Zippo. God is not a man that he should what? Lie. Or the son of man that he will what? Change his mind. Either you tell me to curse all of them, or you tell me to curse one of them. God does not change his mind. I say God will not change his mind over you. Ah, we can't get the father, let's get the son. It will fail over your life. Look what he says. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and then not fulfill? I have received the command to bless. Satan has received the command to bless. God has blessed us. And Satan can do nothing about it to change it. That is the word of the Lord. He has blessed. I cannot change it. Oh my. Lord, I wish that your people would not me understand. I was telling mommy. Just shortly ago. Some people work for God. Don't work for God. Some people work with God. When you see a man running for battle, he's working for God. Those who work with God don't run for battle. Because they don't see battle. When you are working under God, don't work for him. Uh, do you know read about 
David, he will ask God, I won't side the battle up and he has power to overcome. Yet he will ask God, shall I go after them and shall I not? The day that he messed up and God said, okay, go. They, they destroyed so many people and killed so many people. Though he was more powerful. So it's not your power, but it is he. If, if what you are doing, if he's the one, if God is the one who told you to do it, then no issue. No issue. No issue. No issue. You will glide. But when you do what he didn't send you to do, because it's someone doing it, and you don't want to do it, that's when you get a headache. That's when you get a headache. You can struggle a lot and get little blessing. Don't you understand? He says, I've received command. I, cannot, he, I can't change his mind. Though you have told me to cause a part of them. Finish. Ten minutes we finish now. Now look at what he says here. I love it. No misfortune is found in Alfred Williams. No mystery is observed in the house of Williams. Someone says that, well, some things, some, sometimes things are tough, isn't it? That is not misfortune. The Lord their God is with them. The shout of a king is among them. God brought them out of Egypt. They have the strength of an ox. There is no sorcery against Against who? No, it's not Jacob, it's Alfred. It's Alfred. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. No divination against Williams. I can't hear you. It will now be said of Alfred and of Williams, see what God has done. I cannot hear you. I cannot hear you. Say that loud so that the person beside you can hear your voice. You don't understand what is happening. After all, you will ask Apostle, where do you get the power from? This is where I get the power. I'm telling you to do it. And you are not using the medication. I say, I took a medication. I said, oh, it's your turn. And then you are saying, <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. What did he say there? There is no sorcery against Alfred. No divination against Williams. It will now be said of Alfred and of Williams. See what God has what? Done. That is what will be unto you this month. Do you know something? Does it mean that things don't get tough for believers? Let me first tell you something to you. Let me tell you something with you. Do Christians not go through trials? <laughs> Look at the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11. What does it say? Let's read it together in unison. Only choir reading.
You know that song used to sing, this is where it comes from. Things are working for me. Things are working for me. For the Lord is on the throne. Things are working for me. Things are working for me. Things are working for me. What about when I'm jobless? Things are working for me. Things are working for me. For the Lord is on the throne. Things are working for me. Things are working for me. Things are working. What about when I marry, I don't have a child? Things are going higher. Things are going higher. For the Lord is on the throne. Things are going higher. Things are going higher. It's better for me not to have a child now than to have a child mentally derailed and nurse it all my life. My mates have been married. I've not got a husband or I've not got a wife. It is not important. Marriage is not important at all. Let me say something to you. It's better for me to sleep on my bed and wake up and I have peace. Than to live under a roof with a woman that frets. Or a fretting man. To wake up every day in sorrow. When other people wake up and they say to one another, Darling, I love you. And the other darling says, I love you, darling. For me to get into a marriage where I'm afraid to wake up. <laughs> and if I wake up, I can't, I can't wait to run out of that building. And when I go out, everybody closed at work. I look for an extra work to do. Because I cannot go back to that. It will not happen to you. So why do you mourn? Why do you mourn? There is a God we serve. He says, in Him we also, we were also chosen. Having been predestined according to the plan of Him who works everything in conformity with the purpose. There is a God that has a purpose for you. You cannot die until you fulfill the purpose. Let me say this. I told you one day in this church, it was 2007, where I felt that I was fed up of life. Alright? And I wanted to die because of the, the decay of the church. As a minister in my position on earth today, I'm privy to some deep information that goes on in the church, which many of you cannot access because it's my level. Of operation. People that they heal outside and church almost worship them. But in the real sense, if God opened their nakedness, some people will walk away from Christianity. They will never serve God again. In the evil they are involved in. And I said, Lord, I let me go. Like Elijah said. What am I waiting here for? Heaven is better. I've been there several times. And I began to say before you that I'm going. And someone came to me in one of the meetings. It was the Kinesa Tupo Martins. <clears throat> and she held my leg one day and said, 
that don't say you are going anymore. Because if you continue to say that, God will grant it. And she was crying. She said, don't say it again, please. If you don't want to stay, stay because of us. But let me say this to you. My heart was gone. I don't even remember wife or children, anybody or church. I want to go to the place that I have been. If you have not been to heaven before, beg God that he should take you there this month. At least Jesus is on earth right now to do that. When you see people who are cherishing the things of the world and fearful of death because they have no intimate relationship with the, with the Son of God. And the Lord, that day I got home, I now thought to myself that it's a fact now. I'm praying that I want to go. Have I finished my work really? I said, let me pray. And I said, Lord, I said, I wish that you sent the cherub to me. And I slept. And as I slept, an angel appeared to me. Took me out of my body. Took me to heaven. And we got to this place in heaven. When we got there, we were looking at the highest heaven. The throne of the Father is in the north of heaven. And as I stood out of the throne of the Father, I saw a beam of light shot up and started coming towards me. And when the beam of light was coming, it was becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. When it got to me, it was like a baby. Well, a chubby baby, but of my height. Somebody of my height who looked like a baby. You know all these babies of few months old or less than a year that have been fed and they are very chubby. But he has six wings. I've never seen Cheru before the time. Well, I think I've seen Cheru before the time, but I didn't know it was a Cheru. Because it did not come near me. That beam of light, I saw it from heaven, flew to Nigeria. And then things began to happen. But this time, it came to me and it was like a human being. And as I was looking, I was saying, ah, this, this angel is, this, <laughs> I said that this is a baby angel. And as I was saying that in my mind, the angel looked at me into my eyes scornfully. You, know that? you don't know what you're saying. And then the father spoke and said, do not call this a baby angel. That this angel has the power to take America out of the face of the earth. Just that cherub. And then the cherub stretched his hand. And he said to me, and I saw the book of my life suspended. And he said to me that yesterday night you asked the father to show you your work. And you ask that you send me a cherub, I have now come to show you what your work on earth is. And he opened from the day I was born to the day I prayed. And when we were getting towards the day that I prayed, 2007, I said, oh my God, I will never be able to finish my work. I haven't done half of my work. So I was asking for death, but I haven't done half of my work. And the angel now said to me, don't you say in your mind that you will not be able to finish? I have done only 25% in 2007. And he said to me, from now, your work will be exponential. I said, what? Angel understand mathematics? And he smiled. And he used his hand to draw exponential graph. He said, you can finish it in five years. Okay? You can finish it in 10 years. All right? You can finish it in 15 years. And he stopped. 
And immediately after that, the nations opened to me. Cameroon. And my crusade in Cameroon started. Then my crusade in Ijebula started. And we raided the whole place like that. While in the midst of it, we stopped. And the Lord said, stop and come back. If I did not, if the Lord didn't call me back from those crusades, maybe by now I would have finished my work and I'm, I'm gone. I recognized by that revelation that we do not die by our choice when our work is finished. Those who serve him among us, he takes us home. Age is nothing to him. He takes us home. For me, I think that it is, I, I think I have some, some understanding now. Because the rate at which that work was going, you are witnesses. It will continue that way. I will, we were going to Sierra Leone, National Crusade in Sierra Leone. The Muslims of Sierra Leone invited me that I should come and preach in their stadium crusade. Things open up all over the whole place. In the height of all those planning, Jamaica, for the past seven years, Jamaica have been expecting me every year. Their National Crusade, they told me that just buy your tickets, we want you to be here. But it was during the period, the Lord said, come back home. Coming back home is, second year we came back home, God brought this building to us. I we together now. If you look at what God is doing there for, having brought this building to us, the four years God said that stay at home, he brought this building, I started studying law, I'm finishing the law by next year, when the year is finished, and this building now is finishing by next year. So, so not amen. It is. Because if you look at now, this place is okay now. We finish the whole inside, except the cosmetic we want to put up there. But this is habitable. Okay? When people come here and I say that we haven't finished, they say that, what are you going to do again to this? Because this is glorious already. But this is what I want you to understand. If the Lord had not called me back from the crusade, I would have finished my work, finished, I'm gone. Okay? But the Lord called me back from crusade because you need to be established here. And the Lord established this building. Now next year we are, we are going on again. From the angel saying to me that you can finish it in five years, you can finish it in ten years, you can finish it in fifteen years, tells you and I that the moment we finish, we are ready to work, go. Really another thing is that we may not think we have finished, but we are finished. And sometimes people may think they have finished, but they still have a lot to do. So, for those who serve him with their heart, which you must, that is where we're coming to, a people who live apart. A people who live apart. If we have to die, it is gain. He says, in him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him, who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of His will. That's why I'm begging you. Serve God. He prophesies in all things. Serve Him. <laughs> if you have food to eat, no problem. If you don't have food to eat, fast. Why should you, because you have food, you are thinking, what about people 
who have been driven out of their houses and villages, and their villages have been blown down to ashes. They don't know the boundary of anybody's house. Husband don't know where the wife is. The children scattered all over the hope. In your lifetime is happening. And you are here. And because you can't afford to, to eat. If you can't afford to eat fast. All this one you have been eating all these years. Is it not enough? Oh yes. Man ought not to eat three times a day. One food a day. It's enough for human body. Even water. Listen to what I'm telling you, therefore. In that numbers, haven't that man tried to kill them and he failed? Look at what happened in chapter 25. Chapter 25 said, Balaam, now, something happened in Israel. When Israel was staying in the Shittim, the men began to indulge in sexual immorality with the Moabite women. Who wanted to kill them before? The king of Moab, isn't it? Balak, the king of Moab, isn't it? Come on now, let's talk. Because I have to finish now in five minutes. I mean in real five minutes. Shall we read that verse one together? While Israel was staying in. Now, how can somebody go and have sexual intercourse with the people that are their enemies? You tell me the sentence. What is the sentence? Death by hanging. Somebody wanted to curse you. And he went to employ people to come and curse you. He failed. Now you now said that I love, I love her. I, 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 daddy, I just love her. Eh? And he said to you that God said don't marry from that place. I will convert him. He's a good man. He will be born again. When we marry, he will be born again. Ask from people who have done that among us, who are matured. He became their cross. Okay? They went to have sexual intercourse with Moabite men. So what happened next? Who invited them to where? They invited them to do what? Can you see them? Is it Holy Ghost who made them do this? Have nothing to do with ungodly people. Have no relationship with wicked men. Look, those of you who have not married in this church, I've told you. I've told you. Because you met somebody in CFT doesn't mean he's born again. I am telling you. The people who are here ought to be. Someone can come here for 10 years and he's not born again. He has his own attitude or her own way of life. Whenever I preach, we say that well, that is apostle, God knows. You know, people are telling that God knows. If someone says that God knows, and what he's saying God knows is not in the knowledge of God, it's the knowledge of Satan. The God is talking about is the devil, not the God of Zion. 
If you put your head there and say that it go better, it go better. I'm telling you something. I will not live under the same roof with you. The only thing I can say is that, well, just endure. Oh, yes, because <laughs> a minister does not divorce people. Once we join together, we throw the padlock into the sea. So that you cannot unlock yourself anymore. Hallelujah, somebody. A Christian, what are you doing in the camp of the heathen? And how did Israel come there? You see this thing now. It says that they went to Moabite people. who, who were, The people wanted to kill them. They went to them. And they, they were befriending them. And then they took them from church. When you get into a relationship and the relationship is telling you that every day, church, 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 take it easy. Right there, give that person a sack paper. If he says that, but why did you do that? Ah, sorry. I cannot accept it. If he says, but I was joking. Even now that you are joking, that makes it worse. I don't want to marry a joker. If the person repents, do not accept that repentance. A person that will take you away from being a fire for God can never be your husband or wife. A person who will diminish yourself for God, he can never make your destiny right. There is nothing you can do about it. I can't understand. Some don't understand. The moment a child says I'm married, you have no business with your father and mother anymore. Whatever you see there. It's your mug. Apart from testimonies, you cannot come and tell them any other thing. Listen to me. You will not fall a victim of Satan. You will see what is behind this in a minute. Did these Israelite people just decide to do that? Did they just think that, well, we had enough of God, let us have some other thing? Was it a mistake? No! No! They invited them to their gods. The purpose of them coming to relationship is to take them away from God. Is to kill the fire of the Spirit in them. Is to hinder them. Which means that Satan is the one that set the relationship up. Somebody say amen. Satan is the one that set them up. What happened to your fire of old? I used to serve God. What has happened to you now? I used to pray. What has happened to you now? It's the devil. Setting believers up in the secret. Somebody who attended church regularly now, they see him once in a week. I, you prayed for the job, uh, Pastor. It is the job you prayed for and God answered. And that's why God is praying for us. Eh? You who took your stand before God before, you become somebody that is begging for prayer. May that not be your portion. There is a devil somewhere. If you read the rest of the story, the Bible says to us, verse 7, When Phinehas, son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, saw this, he left the assembly, took a spear in his hand, and, and followed the Israelites into the tent. He drove the spear through both of them, through the, you know, this one, if you read from verse, it says, Then an Israelite man brought to his family a Midianite woman, 
right before the eyes of Moses and the whole assembly of Israel while they were weeping at the entrance of the tent of meeting. Okay, that man still took an adulterer, a prostitute there, and then he was struck down. But if you look at this, but those who died, verse 9, in the plague numbered 224,000. Where did the plague come from? The plague come from verse 4. He said, then the Lord said to Moses, take all the leaders of the people, kill them and expose them in broad daylight before the Lord, so that the Lord's fierce anger may turn away from Israel. God destroyed them. You know, a few hours ago, we were reading that Balaam wanted to curse them. He couldn't curse them. Okay? Then Moabite women went to them. How did it happen? If you look at chapter 31, it says, When the Lord told Israel to go and take revenge on the Midianites, it says, then the Lord said, 31, Moses, take revenge on the Midianites for the Israelites. After that, you will be gathered to your people. So Moses said to the people, of, people Arm <clears throat> some of your men to go to war against the Midianites and to carry out the Lord's vengeance on them. Send into battle a thousand men from each of the tribes of Israel. So 12,000 men armed for battle, a thousand from the tribe of, uh, from each tribe, we are supplied from the clan of Israel. Moses sent them into battle, a thousand from each tribe, along with Phinehas, son of Eleazar the priest, who took with him articles from the sanctuary and the trumpet from singing, for singing. They fought against Midian as the Lord commanded Moses and killed every man. Among their victims were Evi, Rechem, Zoph, Hor, and Ziba, the five kings of Midian. They also killed Balaam, son of Boa. <coughs> Alright, the magician. Why? They killed him with a sword. Why? The Israelites captured the Midianite women and children and took all the Midianite hands flock and goods as plunder. They burned all the towns where the Midianites had settled and as well as all their camps. They took all the plunders and spoils and brought captives and spoils. Look at verse 13. Moses, Eleazar the priest and all the leaders of the community went to meet them outside the camp. Moses was angry with officers of, uh, of the army the commanders and thousands of and, 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 and commanders of hundreds who are returning from battle. Have you allowed all the women to leave? He asked them. They were the ones who followed Balaam's advice and were the means of turning the Israelites away from the Lord in what happened in Paul. You see that? So that the plague struck the Lord's people. Satan won't catch you. 
Before we pray tonight, let me say this to you. Satan prowls around looking for someone to devour. Your enemy, the devil, prowls, he locks about looking for someone to devour. It is you and I that will make up our mind. We will not give him a photo. Listen to me. Life is worth a living because it's short. These people, when Balaam could not overthrow them, Balaam called Balak from the Bible, called the king that, look, you know what to do? Send your girls to their midst. What, what has the devil sent to you to hinder your work with God tonight? What is it that devil is using against you to slow down your commitment to God tonight? The Bible says, my people shall be willing in the day of my battle. This is the day of the battle of the law. We're going to pray. Let's stand up on our feet. You and I are going to pray for strength. That Father strengthen me against all the odds of Satan. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Do not let the tricks of Balaam overcome me. <clears throat> Tell the Lord, give me the spirit of insight. The power to discern the move of the enemy. Israel lost it. They did not know that the Midianite women were, were the Moabite women were enemies. They thought they were friends. <clears throat> Let us pray. Give me the power of discernment. Not everything that glitter is gold. Satan is looking to destroy us all. Whatever the enemy has done to me, to hinder me, Father, deliver me from it tonight. <clears throat> Tell the Lord to deliver you. Stretch out your mighty hand and save me tonight. <laughs> Father, grant me the power to resist the devil. <clears throat> Tell God, sanctify my eyes. Sanctify my mouth. Sanctify my thoughts. Do not allow the enemy to prevail against me. Tell the Lord. Help me, Lord Jesus. Help me, Lord Jesus. Do not let the devil deceive me in this season. Every deception of hell, destroy it, O God. Give me wisdom to overcome the powers of the enemy. Give me wisdom to stand by righteousness. Tell the Lord, Father, we pray thee. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. I want us to pray. You know, it's relationship that Satan used to destroy Israel. We're going to pray for every member of CFT globally. If anyone is in a relationship that can crush their destiny, we pray that Father destroy that relationship. With anybody, wherever they may be,
The relationship set up by Satan to hinder my life. May I not enter into it. If I may, Father, put a goal between me and them. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Pray for your children. Pray for your husband. Pray for your wife and pray for yourself. Pray for your parents as well. <clears throat> it was by relationship that Balaam overcame Israel. Every relationship set up by Lucifer to shipwreck us, to shipwreck our children, to shipwreck our husband or wives, Father, destroy, Lord, destroy, Lord, destroy, Lord, destroy, and darkness and light never meet. Pull the relationship apart. Any messenger of hell that have been planted into our family, into our churches, Father, disconnect them. Render their power null and void. Useless their power, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Enable your people, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, may there be a wall of partition between us and anybody who can shipwreck our lives, people who can take us away from our God. As for me and my house, the Lord shall we serve. Father, relationship that can wreck our lives, destroy it completely. Relationship that will take us from God, Father, destroy them completely. If any one of us had entered into any relationship that will hinder us, Father, let there be destruction over that relationship. Pull it apart like day to darkness, they will never meet again. Let them crumble like the wall of Jericho. Let them dry up like the Red Sea. <clears throat> Begin to tell God, direct our path to divine relationships. Direct our path to divine connections. Tell God, direct our food to divine connections. In this month of October, direct me to those who matter to my destiny. Tell the Lord, direct me to those who matter to my destiny. It was the decision of Balaam and Balak that destroyed Israel. Begin to tell God, every decision made over me, that is contrary to God, I nullify them by the blood of the Lamb. Every agreement that has been forged behind me, over me, by anybody, by Satan or demons or man, that is contrary to the destiny God has ordained me, Father, I cancel it by the blood of Jesus. Every decision taken over my children, that is contrary to the will of God for them, Father, I destroy in the name of Jesus. Wherever place that the decision has been made, Every decision made against Christ with Tabernacle over this church, contrary to the will of God, Father, I dismantle them. By the blood of the Lamb, I destroy them. By the blood of the Lamb, we destroy them. Every decision, every agreement, every agreement of hell or people against us, Lord, we come against them by the blood of the Lamb. We neutralize their power in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says, and according to he who works everything according to his counsel. 
begin to decree everything shall work for me. Everything shall work for me in this month of October. Hey, God will use everything to my glory, to His glory. <coughs> Tell the Lord, Father, we pray thee. Everything will work according to the plans of God in my life. Every happening around me, every happening in this church, everything that happened in Britain shall work to my advantage. Every decision that will be made by Parliament, it shall work to my advantage. Anywhere I go, any decision taken around me shall work to my advantage. By the power of Most High One, who works everything according to His plan, Everything the devil has thrown against me shall turn around and be a blessing. Begin to tell God and decree in the name of Jesus. According to he who was everything, 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 everything. In accordance with his plan. He was everything in conformity with his purpose. Begin to call everything to work for you. Everything I command them to begin to work according to the purpose of God. Whatever we lay our hands on, whatever is happening around us, whatever decisions are made over us, Father, by your power, turn them around to work according to your purpose. Jehovah, we pray thee, everything shall work according to the counsel of the Father. Father, we pray thee. Father, we pray thee. In Jesus' anointed name, we are pray with thanksgiving. A God and King. As a Father, you have plans for us. But they are too deep for our understanding. Most of them. We thank you for the revelation that you've given us that has brought us thus far. In this month, Father of Restoration, take us to greater insight of revelation of your will for our lives. This is a time we should know ourselves. We should know your plan for us. And everybody can see into the future to come. Give us eyes to see. Mind to understand. A God and King we pray thee. If we have done anything that is contrary to your will. We ask for your mercy in the name of Jesus Christ. It was the attitude of Israel that brought your vengeance. Help us not to do things that will arouse your vengeance against us. If anyone is working in a way 
that can lead to peril in this family. Father, stop such ways. By your mighty power and your sovereign mercy and grace, anyone that have gone away from your path among us, bring them back. Anyone that Satan has taken away from this family, Father, bring them back. The prodigal son left wealth. What he has soon finished because his destiny is in his father. Father, we pray. Everyone that the devil are taking away from this family that belong to this family. In this month of October, Jesus revealed to them. By your sovereign power, bring them back. By your sovereign name, deliver them from the oppression of the devil. Let there be restoration everywhere. Let there be restoration everywhere. Everyone that Satan has robbed of anything. Father, I decree the restoration. It is the second day of the month of October. Fortunes be restored in CFT. Glory be restored in CFT. Power be restored in CFT. Honesty. 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 And streams to the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. We are going to speak and tell the Lord, Lord Jesus, pour out your spirit upon us. In this night, we ask for outpouring of the water. Send your water. The Bible says the river of God is full of water. The flow of which shall make man happy. Lord, send your water into my heart. Send your spirit into my heart. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. In accordance to your word, O oh God, it says I will pour out waters into the thirsty land and streams to the dry ground. Lord, we ask for the outpouring of your water. The river of God, the river of God is full of water. The book of Psalms says, The flow of which shall make man happy. Lord, flow into every heart in this house. Flow into every spirit in this house. Lord, release your refreshing, 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 Lord Jesus. Open our spirit, O oh God. Pour out your spirit, O oh God, into our hearts. Pour out your spirit, O oh God, into our hearts. Refresh us, O oh Lord, tonight. Refresh us, O oh Lord, tonight. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, pour your spirit upon our soul. Tell the Lord, let there be cleansing. Father, cleanse my spirit and my soul tonight. Cleanse my spirit and my soul tonight. Lord, I pray thee. Father, pour your spirit. Pour your spirit upon our hearts. Pour your spirit upon our hearts.
Tell the Lord, open my eyes tonight. I want to see. Open my eyes tonight. I want to see. Open my ears tonight. I want to hear. Lord, pour your spirit upon us. Yeah, Lord Jesus. Tell the Lord, baptize me with your fire. Jesus, baptize me with your fire. Jesus, baptize me with your fire. Jesus, baptize me with your fire. Oh, ribale lebosho koriale lebosai. As the Lord, give me utterance tonight. Take me to the deeper things of God. Give me utterance tonight. Yes, sovereign Lord. Father, we pray, we pray, we pray thee. Father, Father, we worship you, Lord Jesus. That we exalt you. Strum your key for me. I want us to pray. In the book of Proverbs 21.30, it says there is no wisdom, no insight, no plan can succeed against the Lord. We're going to pray and tell God every plan of the devil, every insight of Satan about us, every knowledge of the wicked one that the Lord will destroy. We pray for this church. We pray for every member of this church. Proverbs 21.30. There is no wisdom, no insight, 
No plan will succeed against the Lord. We come against all the plans of the enemy. Shall we begin to pray? Our God and King will lift up a banner in this house. The Bible says there is no wisdom, no insight, no plan will succeed against the Lord. And so, Lord, we come against all the plans of the wicked one. Father, we pray for Christ's faith tabernacle as a church. We pray for your church on earth at this hour. We pray for every family represented in this house. Father, every plan of Satan for the month of October we destroy. Every insight of the devil concerning the month of October we, we blood with the blood of Jesus. It shall not succeed. Satan shall not succeed. No wisdom, no insight. Let us tell the Lord to turn the counsel of the devil to foolishness. Father, we turn the counsel of Satan to foolishness. Whatever the devil had intended for us shall not come to pass. Isaiah chapter 8 verse 9 It says raise the war cry You nation and be shattered Listen all you distant land be shattered Prepare for battle and you be shattered Devise a strategy but it will be thwarted Every strategy of the devil against each family will thwart it Every strategy of the devil against our soul will destroy in the mighty name of Jesus, Satan, you failed. Every device of Satan will come against in the name of Jesus. The counsel of heaven shall prevail over us. Every strategy of the enemy will command them to fail. We decree in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let us come against the weapon of the wicked one. It shall not suffice. Numbers 23-23 There is no sorcery against Jacob, no divination against Israel. Let us come against every sorcery, every divination. Father, in the name of Jesus, we dismantle every divination. Every sorcery of the devil against us, we dismantle it by the blood of the Lamb. They will not stand. It is the power of sorcery that makes people misbehave. It is the sorcery power that causes Christians to derail from the gospel. Father will destroy every sorcery, every divination by the blood of Jesus. Whoever divinates against this house shall fail. The will of God shall, be, shall prevail over us. Satan will decree that you fail in the name of Jesus. There is no divination against us. Every divination against your church on earth will dismantle by the blood of the Lamb. 
every divination against your people will dismantle by the blood of Jesus. Father, in accordance with your word, in accordance with your word, O God, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the council of heaven shall be established over us. In the name of Jesus, by the blood of the Lamb, we destroy the power of spell. <laughs> Blessed be your holy name, O God. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. I want you to pray in the book of Numbers 22. I read from verse 5. Really, I read from verse 4, the second part of the chapter. So, Belak, son of Zippo, who was king over Moab at that time, sent messengers to summon Balaam, son of Boa, who was at Pethor, near the river, in his native land. Balak said, A people has come out of Egypt. Listen to this. They cover the face of the land and have settled next to me. Now, verse 6, Come and put a curse on the people, on these people, because they are too powerful for me. Perhaps then I will be able to defeat them and drive them out of the land. For I know that those you bless are blessed and those you curse are cursed. This is what I want us to understand. What is the function of curse? Balaam, Balaam told, a Balak told Balaam. Come and put a curse upon them because they are powerful. So that when you put a curse upon them, they will get weakened. When they get weakened, I can attack and destroy. Are we together? You know when a Christian, a, a, a person who is a believer, 
sometimes very fiery, very fiery, very fiery, and then suddenly you discover that he just begins to take life so lightly. It's because the devil is sending curses against him. The purpose of curse is to reverse what God has done. That's the purpose. And when a Christian who is zealous for God begins to take life very easy, and he says there is no problem, it's under a spell. Spell does not necessarily have to be cast by men. The demons of hell, that is their job. And when they have weakened the morale of that person to an extent, that person will be within the vibe that they can strike and then they strike. And so we're going to pray. The first prayer we're going to pray here, we discover, of course, that Balaam went to try to put a curse on them three times, but he could not. The three times he went to curse Israel, and he could not. What happened? The Bible says, Balaam said, in chapter 23, how can I curse those whom God had not cursed? And how can I denounce those whom God had not denounced? So it means that for the enemy to be able to destroy a believer, Satan only has to make you do things contrary to what God has said. And you will think it's legitimate. Ah, it's not a problem. But at that time, the issue is this. Balaam tried to curse them, but he could not. Why? Deuteronomy tells us. Deuteronomy 23 verse 5. And that is what we are going to pray. However, the Lord your God will not listen to Balaam. But turn the curse into a blessing. Be, uh, into a blessing for you. Because the Lord your God loves you. I want us to see something there. So when Balaam tried to curse Israel, he could not. Because God turned the curse to blessing. When he wanted to curse them again, he could not. Because God turned the curse to blessing. You are going to pray. Everything spoken against my life by the enemy. Father, turn them around to my blessing. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Everything that the devil has sent against me, turn them around to my blessing. The Bible says God will not permit the curse of Balaam. Tell God, do not permit the devil over my life. This prayer I'm telling you to pray is a serious prayer. Do not allow the devil over my life, O oh God. Turn his curses to blessing for me. Father, turn every curse to blessing. Tell the Lord whatever weapon the devil is using against me, turn them to become my ladder of promotion. Whatever weapon the devil has sent against my life, use them, O oh God, to prosper me. According to your word, you will not permit because you love me.
Tell the Lord, let your blessing override every curse upon my life. How can I curse those that God has not cursed? How can I denounce those that God has not denounced? Father, turn the causes of the enemy over my life to bless it. Turn the causes of the enemy over my family to bless it. For God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he a son of man that will change his mind. Turn every negative confession against my life to blessing. Tell the Lord every evil intention of men against me, Father, turn it to blessing. Take away the handwriting of the devil on the wall. Father, my appointed time has come. The time to favor me has come. Turn the curses to blessing. Turn the curses to blessing. We magnify your holy name, O God. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. You know that scripture says that God turned the curses to blessing because the Lord loves Israel. But if we look at chapter 25, something took place. Balaam made Israel to sin against God. And then God destroyed Israel. In other words, God withdrew his protection and Satan dealt them a bad blow. You are going to pray. If there is anything in my hand, in my attitude, in my way of life, which Satan had planted in me to hinder my destiny, Father, take it out tonight. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. If there be anything in the way of my reasoning, in my behavior, In the way I do things. Which came from the devil. 
My God and my Redeemer destroyed. Father, strengthen me. Begin to ask God for strength inside you. Strengthen me, O God. Strengthen me, O God. Strengthen me, O God. Uphold me with your righteous right hand. Tell the Lord, help me, O God, not to sin against you. Help me, O God, not to take you lightly. Jesus anointed name we are praying. Let's sit down for a few minutes, please. With God. You know, uh, a few weeks ago, I think about two or three weeks ago, the Lord began to speak to me very much affirmatively to prepare your hearts towards the visitation. And a few times I said statements like, Nobody among you should harbor any iniquity in your heart or unforgiveness. I believe you remember I said that. Few, um, I think two or three weeks ago, we finished our service. By the way, God has finished with Nigeria. You don't know what I'm saying. Don't say me. I see a hand of judgment in the nation of Nigeria. I need to tell you. God set their house ablaze. 
who are the troublers of the nation. And there was no one to redeem them from the vengeance of heaven. As I will tell you, people take God for joke. All right, for you. This season that we are is a season that we must be most sensitive. Church, it's a season that everyone needs to turn their heart completely towards God. If any one of you have been deceiving yourself before, putting on a pretense, and you know truly you are not really worshipping God, stop it. We have come to an era in the world now where the seed you sow in the morning, you will reap in the evening. I mean, same day. So that if you sow evil, evil catch up with the person immediately. If you sow good, good catch up with you. So there is a season every believer on earth should make sure they do not sow a seed that is ungodly in any form. Because the harvest may be too sudden. Therefore, I told you to cleanse your heart and cleanse your mind. If somebody is a believer and you have unforgiveness, the fact is that you have lost your salvation if you had one at all. Because Jesus has said that if you don't forgive the sin of others, my Father in heaven will not forgive you. When Jesus was told to teach the church how to pray, forgive us our trespasses as what? So if a Christian therefore does not forgive the trespass of others, the simple thing that happened to you, I will show you here in a minute, is the devil that got you. I want you to recognize this. Every activity of Satan on earth he must use human beings. Because Satan is a spirit, and all demons are spirits. And human beings are the ones who God gave the act to, not to demons. Therefore, every activity is of God also. God uses human beings. Isn't it? When God will heal another person, it's another man that will pray for him. When God will bless another person, it's another man who will bring the blessing to him. When God will promote somebody, it is a human being that will decide the promotion. I will gather. At the same time, too, when evil will happen to people, it's a human being that will be used to do it. Now, you need to know this as a blueprint of this world that cannot be revoked. And what the devil has done to the church for years, many people who are Christians, is to make you to be less conscious of the fact that you are a believer. In many issues of life. So that you come to church on Sunday, you are a Christian. But when you go home and you are dealing, talking with your neighbors, he will make you forget you are a Christian. And you begin to do things that are unchristianly. I will together now. In dealing with other people. Now, it is ironical for someone to leave the church and be behaving ungodly to other people. Or imagine ungodly things to other people. And then come to the church. It does not look strange. It looks strange to me. Does it not look strange to you? Come on now. 
Do people hear what I'm saying? I said as someone who is a believer, the meaning of that is that you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Okay? Which means that you have decided to leave the world. Alright? And you have decided to follow Jesus Christ. Okay? Which means that what Jesus does not do or did not do, you are not permitted to do it. Correct? Having followed Jesus Christ with your mouth, you have preached it. Or advised it. Or you have had it in your ears. That if you live in sin, you will not reign with him. If you sow to the flesh, you reap corruption. Regret. Okay? Now we come to the church, therefore, we serve God, we worship Him, we clap our hands and we sing and stop. But yet, and pray. But can you imagine a man who does that? To leave the church environment and you are keeping malice with somebody. Can you imagine that? Or a man who does that, leave the church and gang up somewhere and talk down other people. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine a man who does that, leave the church and think about other people and evil thoughts began to come out of him, which he releases to them. What has happened between the time he was in church that he was begging God and this time that he was behaving like that? Only one thing. Satan blocked your mind from the consciousness that you are a believer so that you can act ungodly. That's just all. You lost contact with the Holy Spirit. Now let me say this to you. The Bible says, As time endures, seed time and harvest time shall not cease. Alright? If that be the case, therefore, if I have a thought in my heart that is ungodly to this man, I have sown a seed which I will reap the harvest. Correct? Now, if this man is in problem and I wish him more ridicule, he's in problem already, then I wish him more ridicule. I have sown a seed so that the day my problem will come, I will receive harvest from everybody around me who are supposed to help me they will begin to give me fruit of ridicule. They will ridicule me seriously. Because as time endures, seed time, harvest time will not cease. Now if I, therefore, have decided to follow Jesus Christ, to serve Him, which means, I know evil from good. Do we accept together? So therefore, if I live in, in evil, or I do evil, Am I doing it deliberately? Yes. Because I know it. Now, if I get engaged in such attitude at a very particular time, and it became a habit of mine, and when I'm in the midst of believers, I'm very much unconscious of that. I will forget about all that stuff. <clears throat> then I have been deceived by the devil and I have been made to be a deceiver to myself. Because God will not be able to fulfill His purpose for my life. God will not be able to protect or defend me. For a while, Satan will not also be able to touch me. 
But after a while, if I continue in that evil ways, I will get out of the protection edge and the devil can do anything he wishes with me. Let me say this to you. Believers, you know this. You cannot pray away harvest. You can only pray harvest to be. When a farmer sows his seed in the field, he cannot sow maize and begin to pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, I forgot to plant grapes. And I need grapes. Turn my maize to grapes. Can a farmer pray such prayer? But a farmer can pray that, Lord, I sowed ten maize. Let me harvest two million maize from it. That can happen. Because every seed of maize can give back to a whole stem that will have several maize. And out of that, you can plant others, and then you reap more maize. But you cannot pray that your maize should become grapes. So also, whatever I sow into you, I will reap it full. Whatever you sow into me, you will reap it full. You cannot pray against the heart. Will be restored in CFT. Father, if the devil has stolen anything, I arrest the thief. I command him to pay back sevenfold. In the name of Jesus as of Nazareth. Peace today, sorrow tomorrow. Peace today, sadness tomorrow. I command it to seize in every house. There are some homes. They will agree just for a few days. Every week there is always disagreement. Every week there is always quarreling. Father, I command the messenger of Satan to be bound. The messenger of Satan that causes disruption in those families, I cast them to hell in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, for people who will hear the word of God today and take a decision, but it will soon burn off in their hearts. The evil brother that pick up the word of God, I cast it to die in the name of Jesus as of Nazareth. The word that you hear will be fruitful in your lives. Every spirit that, that destroys the morals of Christians, I banish them to hell in the name of Jesus. Spirit that intimidate Christians. I intimidate them by the blood of the Lamb. There are some who get frustrated for nothing. They blame their laziness. The fruit of their laziness on others. Father, to the lazy, I command them to rise up from their dust. In the name of Jesus Christ. For the recompense of laziness, I command in the name of Jesus Christ that you are free. Let mercy prevail. Let mercy prevail. Let mercy prevail. Let the doors of abundance be opened in this house. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Anyone who has been robbed of health, 
you are restored in the name of Jesus. Your bones are healed. Your marrows are healed. Your organs are healed. Your blood vessels is healed. Your heart is healed. Your liver is healed. Your pancreas is healed. Your bowels are healed. Your bladder is healed. Your genitals are healed in the name of Jesus. Your womb is healed in the name of Jesus. Ovary, you are restored in the name of Jesus. Every nerve of the body, you are restored in the name of Jesus Christ. Brain is healed in the name of Jesus. Tormentors, I rebuke in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every tree that my heavenly father did not plant shall be put out from their roots. And so, Satan, everything you have planted, I command the wind of God to approve them. Everything the devil had planted, I command the wind of God to approve them in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. May the peace of heaven remain over you. May God prevail over us. May we be fruitful. In this month of visitation, you will not miss God. By His Spirit, He will direct us. By His power, He will lead us. By His mercy, He will guide us. So shall it be. And so it is. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Somebody say Amen. Somebody say Amen. Tell somebody I'm blessed. Say it again to that person, I am blessed. Say it again to another person, I am blessed. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven.